This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It is hour two of the Lori and Julia show. On my talk 107.1, on your radio dial, or perhaps on the internet or on the app. And you know, if you're listening on the internet or app, you can sign up to get listener rewards. And this month, we got a streaming sampler pack we're giving away. We got AirPods we're giving away. My talk gear, restaurant gift cards. So sign up today. Now here's Lauren and Julia. Thank you, right. Rocco. Thank Be- you. Before we get to our guest, we yes. have Chad with us. Um, yes. And hear about this cool event that's happening. Lori, tell everyone. Emily in Paris, which we posted the fashion to, but I yes. wanted to see, was that all filmed in Paris? Because these people are just going, no, it's so, there's so many stereotypes. There's this, yeah. there's that, blah, blah, blah. It was all filmed in Paris I, last year. Last year. It was before. beautiful, Lori. Yeah, so probably spring. Yeah, it's possibly. beautiful. And so. So, I don't know what people are... Who cares? Uh, yeah, who cares? The anyway, people like it, like it. Yeah, of course. You're going to love it's it. It's a love letter to Paris. If you Like, Sex in the City was a love letter to New York. Exactly, and Darren Starr loved Paris, and that's why he wanted to do this. All right, back to more important things at hand. Yes. Chad Camp is with us, and he is with Flip Foam. Chad! And... Hello! Hi! And you are putting together... We know that you do the drag brunches, you do the Gilmore Girl events you do a lot of events but now it's the deadly drive-in haunted experience at rosedale shopping mall do tell yes 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 so we uh my husband and i are huge halloween fans and we knew with covid that halloween was changing a bit this year so we saw this summer in japan uh they did these drive-in haunted houses where people, uh, because of the summer in Japan, right. apparently it's, it's a big ghost time. And so they did these zombie uh, uh, garages where you, you would go in with your car and zombies would invade your car all while you're staying safely in your car. Oh. So a light bulb <laughs> went on on our heads. Okay. We said, we want to do this here. And uh, so we contacted our, great, uh, contacted our great friends at Rosedale. We did our drag show with them there last year. Right. And they're just wonderful. They're always up for exciting, new, fun things. And Sarah there said, yes, we want to do this. And we have the perfect space. So we are going to be in the Herberger's loading dock. So it, it's closed. It's spooky. It's run down over there. Right. And we are going to be setting up eight different tents. And every half hour, there are going to be... Uh, eight cars that come into these tents and for 20 minutes in pitch black experience horror. Oh, I cannot wait. Okay. Are we in our car or the zombies in their cars? You are in the car the whole time. Okay. Uh, You give us your keys. Because we don't want anybody to run over our, our zombies. Right. All right. And we give you a radio that's sanitized. Okay. And the radio plays the whole program. And there are uh, people who will be coming to your car. Your your car windows will get messy. Right. Uh, but we will clean them up after. It's a mixture of uh, 
uh, laundry detergent and red food coloring. That's, okay, that's but you secret. clean them all up, so we don't have to worry about that. Yeah, we yeah. clean it up. Yeah, so it's drivable. It's not going to be like show ready. Right, right, right. You'll be able to do everything later. Oh. And we've created this whole storyline that you get involved. I don't want to give too much away, but okay. we have two New York City uh, horror movie producers who worked on the soundtrack in a pre-movie that you watch that sets the story. How so, uh, how excited are you? Because I feel like this I'm, is going to sell out, Chad. It almost already yeah, is. Um, yeah, we've already sold over, like I think, almost close to 800 cars so far. We're doing it pretty much every night starting October 13th through the 31st. And we were in the New York Times Sunday paper this weekend. I'm reading about, about it. Crazy. That is so cool. All right, so people want to sign up. Okay. What do they do? Because that's, that's what they need to know first. Right, all right. Yes, uh, deadlydrivein.com. All weekends are sold out. We just added a, a, a Tuesday night and Wednesday nights are available only right now. We're probably going to add a Sunday, November 1st, because we have something the strip coming out next week. And so there's just, I think, such an appetite for Halloween and people want to know how they can do it safely. And this is a way to do it safely. It's $75 per car. Per car. You can have mm-hmm. up to uh, six people in your car. Mm-hmm. And so it really only ends up being around $18 a person. Oh, and it's yeah. a 30-minute total experience. I and mean, we're that... working with our... Go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, we're working with our friends at Crave so that you can... And our friends at Jack uh, uh, Fire and Apples. You can go and have a cocktail before or after with them for promotions. And then uh, Rosedale's putting together gift bags for the first 500 cars that come through. Oh. So it's going to be just a really fun time just to get people out i cannot wait for this well and leave it to leave it to you guys no but the japanese to come up with i mean they are like the japanese people are they have they put such a um premium on fun and doing it either really cute or really big in a in a scary way i don't know it's just are you so excited chad yeah, I mean, our house right now looks like Halloween exploded in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because each tent has uh, its own fog machine, lights, uh, subwoofers, sound. So it's going to be a whole technical experience. And my husband's doing that all on his end. Um, but it's just, it's really exciting. We have a cast of 15 people. So we're really excited that actors are able to work safely. Yay. And so it's just a really exciting. And we love Rosedale and we really what we've been out there and it, it feels really safe and great to go shopping inside. So we really hope people come and grab a meal before or after and spend time at the mall. Oh too. yeah. This is just, I'm so super excited about that. Yeah. This sounds like, I mean, people are just wanting to do something fun and yet we still want to be safe because it's the, the virus is real, you know, and, uh, I do think like shopping inside, like as long you know, the, it, everyone's got their mask yes. on, and it's yes. it's it feels we, fine. We promise there will you'll take a break from the election. There's nothing related to Trump in right. the haunted house. At okay, all. good. That's wonderful. All right, so now are you doing drag brunches still this month? Yes, drag you- brunches are happening at Crave uh, downtown every weekend. Uh, this upcoming weekend, we have Disney Villains. Uh, Lady Gaga is also allowed on Saturday, but Sunday is all ages Disney Villains, so bring your kids. And it's going to be so beautiful out. We're going to be up on the rooftop, oh. and you can get tickets to that at uh, flipphoneevents.com. This you is talked so to fun. Sasha, too. Uh, I'm going back. To, Sasha yes, we did. Yes, going back to She's the... listening. Oh, Hi, Hi, honey. I'm uh, going back to the um, the drive-up, you know, the Halloween, the scary car thing. 
What would you like? Just is it up to people? I mean, like, is it PG thirteen level of scare? More R rated. Fourteen plus. Okay. Be eighteen to drive. Okay. It is going to be scary. You have to be okay with strobe light, right? And guts and some yeah. swearing. And right. It's quite. I mean, we it sounds it in our garage. Mm-hmm. And turn off the lights and put on the subwoofer without anybody scaring, and it was scary. Yeah, no, I believe it. I I can't think, of, and no one will want to go in a car with me. I love to scream out loud, loudly. And it's safe. You can scream because normal other haunted houses, if you scream, then your particles are going everywhere. Here, it's just in your car, right? right. With your people, with, with your you know. people, with and your everybody people. better have their mask on right. in the car. Oh, this is just—I'm—I can't tell you how fun this is. So, if you're just joining us, it's the deadly drive-in. Deadly drive-in. Deadlydrivein.com is For where tickets. you can get tickets. And we also have, if you're too scared during it at all, if you turn on your cell phone light, then the experience stops completely. So that's sort of our safe word. Okay. And also to get people not to use their cell phones during it. But I bet you we will have people who are too scared who, who stop it. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would be furious if someone in my car Same. turned on their cell uh, thing. That would be, Same. yeah. And Sasha Casadine or Casadine, remember when Lori? Yeah. <laughs> Dine, dine, yes. What's the deal with Cassadine or Dine? I know. I'm so excited. Thank you for doing this. And yes, and we're we're seeing you. You're coming out. Yep, I'm so excited. I'm going to check it out next Tuesday night. You are. So yeah, I'm super excited. So thank you, um, Chad, and hi to Matthew and your team. And thanks. And again, Deadly Driving. Dot com. There's not many tickets left, and like you heard, all weekends are sold out. No, we keep adding dates. Okay, good. Thank you. But there's stuff okay, love still you happening. Both. Thank you both. Thank you both. Bye. Thank you, Laura and Julia. <laughs> Thank you, Chad. Um, when we when we come back, it's time for random thoughts. Every year, My Talk 1071 likes to spread the word that it's Breast Cancer Awareness Month. But this is definitely the first time we've had to do so during a pandemic. It's a tricky time, and statistics show that mammograms and doctor visits are way down right now. But that doesn't mean breast cancer is taking a break. So be vigilant out there. Breast self-exams are a must. And if you're comfortable visiting a doctor or breast health clinic right now, do your research, follow protocol, and make that appointment if you have concern. Breast Cancer Awareness Month on MyTalk 1071 is brought to you by Southern Lights and Dr. Lisa of Wyzetta Cosmetic Surgery and Spa. To find all sorts of helpful breast cancer resources and October events, go to MyTalk1071.com, keyword awareness. Do you ever notice that, you know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And now, Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. All right, people, here's the deal. Today is National Be Nice Day. So if you haven't thought of being nice yet, there's still time. It's so challenging on a Monday sometimes. Is it? I don't know. Is it? Not, not, it wasn't really for me no. because I, like, I had a break for three days or five days or whatever it was. Really? Is it challenging to be nice? No, but I'm just saying, you know, sometimes when every day the time soup thing Every day becomes the same after the other. You know what I'm saying? All right, fine. You know what I'm saying because there's nobody who can get crabby like you. Me? Well, when you're crabby, when you're crabby, you know what I'm saying. Okay, All right, here we go. Fine. There we there go. There we go. There we go. Be nice. Know. Be nice. Okay, so Thank here's, you, here's I'm going to ask you guys this. So you are just coming back from a holiday, um, so you're refreshed and everything. Although yeah. we're already noticing that. October, we get extra sleepy, Rocco, because 
of our biorhythms and the time change to um, daylight savings time, which I wish we wouldn't do anymore. Um, who cares if we have dark mornings? Who cares? You don't go anywhere. But, I mean, but Julia, it makes it makes people us sleepy in sleepy. the afternoon. We're very sleepy on the show, if you've noticed. So you might just see us sleeping well, over Rocco's here. Rocco's sleeping over there. I mean, he's barely awake. He looks like an owl over there, and only his <laughs> neck moves. Once I in stayed a while. up late watching that Duran Duran thing last You'd, night. I was up watching that Emily in Paris, Paris yeah. and then I turned back to catch the tennis because tennis is going on at Roland Garen. Cold. What People is with down all jackets. the scandal at the French Open? There's a lot of scandal around Paris. Emily in Paris, scandal from the French What's perspective. The scandal? I don't know. There's scandal with the French Open. You tell me. Well, I really haven't. It's just a lot of the the seated people are gone, and it's freezing. That's so the only those are two scandalous <laughs> things. That's, they've never played opinion. an open at this time of the year this outdoors where right. the sun is at a different level. Scandal. Scandal. Okay, <laughs> so here's what I'm going to ask you guys. How much would you spend to have a one day with absolutely no stress? Um, I you don't have done that, that the last five days. I know. <laughs> She's bad to ask. What about yeah. you, Racco? I would spend a lot right now. It's trying to be a parent and a worker these days is pretty stressful. I'm ready for a break. I'm ready for a trip to Montecito. Yeah, or yeah, anywhere, no anywhere where you have no responsibility. And I think you're you're it, whether I'm talking to a teacher friend or I'm talking to a parent friend with kids at home. Everybody is experienced in that Rocco. It's hard. Julia, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to confess something that happened on my vacation that has never happened on a vacation. All right. I I can go in so many angles, but I'm just going to let you finish it. Yeah. I'm going to tell you that. So we get there Wednesday. Mm -hmm. I think. To Santa Barbara. the, The latest. That I stayed awake, and now I was there for Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night. I didn't make it past nine. Okay, first of all, this is these are sleepy California towns, and there's nothing really to To do do inside at night. Yeah, once you're done with eating and having drinks, and we had drinks on verandas and stuff. But I physically, I I've never felt that tired as I felt on, and I don't know if you noticed that when you went to Seattle, but wasn't oh. that I was sleeping in in the morning? But I mean, I the first night there, ten and a half hours of sleep, and I just hadn't. And I, you know, I'm a sleeper. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like Rocco. Don't cry for me, Argentina. I'm. You can count on me for seven. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts.
uh, hours at That's least. That's so funny sleep. you said that because I slept so much in Seattle. Like just 10 hours. And Casey, you know, like the first night he was up at 2.30 in the morning and, you know, there's me just sleeping, sleeping. He's waking up. But I and I just think it's because everyone has been working two jobs and lots of parents with young children parenting. But everybody has worries. Everybody has things that they're dealing with and Mm -hmm. stresses. And we don't, you don't really realize it. And it was just like, even though I kind of, you and I talked about maybe feeling kind of bad that we were like going, but we felt like we were at a safe plan with our travel thing. But I mean, I just needed to lay down the, Watching everything, knowing everything, being on top of everything, because no matter how you're looking at your, whatever you're looking at, I mean, everything is just, it's, we're in pandemic time. So this unusual time for everybody it is, is affecting think, all of us in different ways. But I think the overwhelming thing is that people are mm-hmm. really, really, really tired. And and I just, <laughs> I, I think I even feel it a little bit more for people who are, with kids. Oh, for sure. That's I mean, Rocco, adds a whole I think nother... of you, and that's just Thank a whole... You. I really do. It's a whole... I... They're going to do studies of the coronial kids, the coronial parents. We, you well, know, it's funny, because when, when I found out I was going to join you guys on this show, I'm like, I don't know. I don't have any time to watch any TV we shows. We don't care if you don't. I don't have time to watch my own shows, let alone the ones that are going to... I'm going to be in tune with Lori and Julia. Yeah, you don't, don't have to. I'm, you know, but I'm just saying. It's, yeah. I, I, last night, I was tired, and I'm still like... I need some TV time, and I right. stayed up late, even though I was tired at ten, and I was tired right. at eleven, and went to bed at like two. But I was like, I need this. I need some me time. Right, it's hard. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. No, know. it's true. And you know, in, in Auntie Catherine, I'm not sure what her number, her Earth years is, but I do know that she does like being home by like eight, eight thirty oh, at the latest. Of you know? course. And um, well, that's because she goes 500 miles an hour during the yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. And She's so anyway, but man, Julia, I really I, got. I know. Sleep. I kept saying to Shannon, "Um, she's like, what do you want to do today?" And I'm like, mm, nothing, not yeah. a lot, right? Not it felt a lot. So, it felt so 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 good. Good, and even even just uh, yeah, just shutting everything off. Hmm. Yeah, I do that yeah. more than you. You don't. Yeah. I do that a lot. Okay, so here are some things that are happening too. Is that um, if you've noticed, if you're a fast food um, drive-through person, which neither of you probably are, but I, I did have in out in and out. Oh, I, yeah. I love it. I couldn't. I couldn't. I you got it when you go to California. I, right? I, Rocco, we landed. You know, and I'm like Casey. As soon as we get out of L.A. proper, you're going to put it in and out, and we're getting off, and we're getting... He'd never had one. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, well, fast food drive-thrus are 30 seconds slower on average as a result of the pandemic. So Mm. if you are feeling like you're waiting longer, you are. You are. (laughs) But it's 30 seconds, so don't don't worry. It's going to be okay. People have checked out. People have spent so much more time reading... During the pandemic, um, library books, ebooks, ebooks are up fifty two percent. And um, there's really 
we have great local bookstores for everybody to please try to buy things local and they can ship them to you and do everything that right. that other big place does. Right. Um, Thank you, Julia. Yeah. For I, that good reminder. Yeah. The, you can, we have places right here that. Right. A bookstore will mail books to you. They will. It's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing how that happens. Um, women, this is, you know, you're kind of hearing some different types of things that mi- women are being disproportionately affected by the pandemic effect on work-life balance. Yeah. Four times more women than men have left the workforce between August and September. So there's a big things going on. So if you know anybody, because um, it's it's just kind of hard. Julia, let's start teaching ballet. Quick. I'm trying to find something new to do. All right. <laughs> Ballet for people who can't lay. Outside. For ballet. Right. If you can't stand, we'll have a new name for it because we can't balance that well. Oh, Outside boy. ballet. Come and check it out. 6 p.m. in the dark right here. Yeah, right. At Channel 5. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, Julia. All right, people. Hi. I'm, I, well, I'm so glad that Dimples and Valentine was listening and setting us straight about Lenny Kravitz and apparently our... Our memories for Lenny are as lengthy as his body, (laughs) meaning not pretty short, I guess, because he was a known cheater. McCheater, he was a you know rock star. There's a VH1 behind the music where MTV Cynthia Garrett tells the story about Nina Cherry, who recorded a song, Buddy X, which was the name that Lenny Kravitz used to check into other hotels that women would meet up with him. And um, basically, she called him out about cheating on Lisa Bonet in a song when oh. she was on tour with him. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. All right. There we go. So thank you. We've clarified that. For yeah. Today. Buddy X and he knew it and they knew it and they don't care. And she went on to be married to, this, you know, uh, an equally as hot of a guy and be the 10 year older woman. I know. Jason Momoa. I know. I mean... That's the book I want to read when she gets around to writing her story. All right, tell me if you want to read this one. Yeah. TMI, My Life in Scandal. Okay. Is I, this the Perez Hilton? Yep. Because we have a history with her. Yeah, Perez. we totally have a history with him. We were First on the all, air before him. Yes, we and, were. And then he was carried on our air. But in 2004, when Perez Hilton, it, that was the first step at our... Um, being able to get to gossip faster because it was on the internet. It was you on know, the we, internet. We yeah. weren't having to like, okay, there wasn't just a place. We didn't have to go to Shinders and buy, yes. you know, uh, the Daily Mail or the New York Post, Rocco. I mean, really, you think about it. The In 18 years, Shinders. a lot has chan- changed. changed. But Perez, like, we loved his gossip site because it was instantaneous pictures. And we sometimes I, liked what he wrote about people and sometimes I we hated- didn't. The worst thing that he ever would do is he thought it was his right as a gay man to out other people. That was his big thing. Remember when he would out everybody? He would draw wieners. Yeah, but he he would would out everybody for their sexuality. Well, he got busted on that, but he was a name-calling petty biatch. He was. From the very beginning, which was one of the things that made the show or his uh, his thing, his website fun because yeah. it was a play on Paris Hilton, the Perez. But he was always Lindsay Lohan, you know, I mean, he with his gra- it was like for us, it was just like kind of we went to his website. For a long time. And then he was also on our airways for like an update and we've interviewed him. I met him. He was 
terrible on the air. Terrible. Absolutely. Yeah. Rocco, we carried like these. You remember that? Remember yes. the updates? I had to record them. Yeah. He didn't translate well. Um, he just didn't. And he was just so catty and mean when he, he had so his mean. own sort of yeah. issues. And then when somebody would call him You're overweight right. or something, he'd yeah. freak out. Well, he, that's all he did. All yeah, day. you're okay. right. So he's here, got a book. So it. let me just tell you about all it. All right. Okay, because he also is being catty. Because his, his whole thing is um, he is 42 he years young. old. He was he's young. 42 years old when now. When he started this okay? website, if you think about it. And one of the, um, he founded Perez Hilton in 2004. He was unbelievably popular, but he couldn't realize the um, how many people hated him as well. Right, because um, was he 24 then or something? Yeah. He was in his 20s when he started And that. he said um, he would, since Perez, um, it is, what happened is a Rutgers um, University uh, student, Tyler Clemente, died by suicide by jumping off a bridge in 2010. His roommate had used a spy camera to um, spy on him. Um, and he was, yeah, And saw oh, him kissing terrible, a man and invited terrible. others to yeah, watch. And um, Perez offered his, he used his site to out celebrities. Without no, no, their- no, Dan Savage yeah. started a campaign called Make It Gets Better. Yeah. In So that other kids, like, as a message, and Perez tried to join on that. Yeah. But then people pointed out all the times that Perez he, has outed people. Unbelievable. And that's when the backlash, that's when he first realized that people did not like, like him at all. At he all. was in a Perez Hilton bubble. Yep. And he said, I finally understood that the things I wrote generally hurt people. So he says, consider my book, TMI, a Mia Copa with stories that often revolve around how Hilton moved in the corridors of celebrity, then weaponized um, his site against those he felt wronged. And well, one of them was Ariana Grande. And this is kind of interesting. But I don't remember. We kind of quit reading we quit him, him for I that. For me, the more interesting thing was that he was such good friends with Lady Gaga for such a long time. And he used to... That's... I feel like that's how we even knew about Lady Gaga was Perez Hilton, that he wrote about her. He went in, I mean, I feel like... To New York. And, and when she played at the yeah, fine line, yeah. you know, the bubble dress thing. I mean, he, he she, Lady Gaga understood and probably her record encouraged that thing because he was for, for such a long time, because he was even before TMZ. Mm-hmm. People forget that. Right. You know, because his influence sort of went away. I think it took a hit in that uh, 2016 and it make make it for all of that, you know. And Right. But we were done with him by then. We quit him a lot so long ago. Right. We yeah. really had because there were other better, better smarter ways. And, yeah. and sometimes I got tired of uh, like always the angle. And it, yeah. But he did really with Lady Gaga. They were hand in hand and they were... Really, really good friends. Yeah. But he does admit it was when she was really drinking and he was really drinking that that was a big part of their friendship was partying together. Right. You know, and people know how that is. You know, somebody mm-hmm. comes in from out of town, it's your friend. Hey, we're going to go whoop it up and all of that. So, but she would be in the thing. But then, oh, the story I read that 
They were like drinking and maybe doing cocaine or something. Something she got paranoid and thought he was selling her out. Right. So, right. And he, then the John Mayer making out with John Mayer. I vaguely remember John Mayer um, telling that story mm-hmm, himself. Mm-hmm. But when Perez tells it, it was kind of hotter, you know, r- rather than I like, you know. I was like, oh, wow. And Jessica Simpson was sitting right there. And right. John Mayer just starts French kissing Perez Hilton. Mm-hmm. And you're in a cozy booth. I'm picturing like the Rainbow Bar or, you know, something. I don't know where they are in Hollywood, Julia, but I'm picturing, you know, someplace. He, and- remember, he got sober and he adopted a boy. He has three kids. Yeah. Oh, does he have three He now? has three wow. kids. He's got three kids. This is what This is what has made him look back and that and the fact that i don't think he has as many uh you know hits or whatever on Perez. oh duh. that thing died died 10 years ago I, yeah. I i just thought i thought so here he is um he talks about in um the book you know and and on his website he spilled the tea on a lot of celebrities lady gaga britney spears lindsay Lohan, paris hilton he was good pals with paris hilton and attended many parties at her place and he said he and then this is what... And she was in his blog all the I time. I never saw Paris Hilton do any hard drugs, but she was one of the biggest stoner I've ever met in my life. Um, and he alleges that the simpler life star smoked weed every day from morning till late at night. And Wait, what's, what's his problem with that? Uh, nothing, but <laughs> I'm wondering why he's yeah. even saying this now. She doesn't care. Yeah. She knows. I mean, I my life in scandal comes Paris, out today. I mean, basically, wow. Perez Hilton was named in homage with Paris Hilton. Those two worked coen, coincided Coincide. together. Yeah, the simple life, and he wrote about Anna. I, I mean, you know, I'm having a fun. I, I know, but I had yeah. a real fine. We were just in love with that site when it when he originally first absolutely started because it was just fun. It was a way. I was like, oh god, we won't have to be going. You know, all of our. I don't know how we used to do it. It was it was not as easy because it was like so many candid photos, right? The paparazzi photos, yeah. You know, so I would actually. I think that book might be okay. Read this. And he did another book where he did red carpet diaries based yes. on like two or three years of being on a red carpet. But um uh yeah, I would I would I'd read that if especially if it sounds like he has some revelations, which he probably does because he's a dad. Is that when it all happens, Larry? Well you do slow I, down. I feel like if it's going to do if it's going to do it at any time, make you sit up and pay attention. Fatherhood or motherhood see, is like yeah. a good as time. How do you any. treat people how you want to be treated yourself? Kind right. of thing. Yeah. So anyway, do you did you guys talk about this? Because I have no idea what you talked about last week, but did anyone express the utter joy? Of what happened on the finale of Love Island last Wednesday. I was waiting for you because oh. I, your people won, and I never got around to it. But your Caleb, won. Justine, and Caleb won. Johnny and Celie were like the early favorites. I couldn't have been happier, Julia. I that show, that was my pandemic. Um, uh, th- that got me through, you know, like August. I love that Love Island. I really got a kick out of quarantine um, hotel rooftop, but people yeah. were going crazy by the end because they were quarantined at the Cromwell, 
which is across from the Bellagio. So up on that top thing, and yeah, there are two suites. But for eight weeks, wow. can you imagine no. this summer? No. How it hot? hot. Being outside at the pool deck level in Vegas. And I think they were lounging about inside and everything. But I really, uh, Justine and J-Lub and that. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. So Justin and Caleb, j is their nickname. and um, You are very happy. And do you really think they're truly in love or did they just Julia, play the game? Uh, no, I really, really really like this couple and i feel i feel like it's just uh and that that you know it was just i was a real shame to miss the finale but i saved it on the dvr but you haven't watched it i haven't watched it yet but there was no way i couldn't not know i know that was obvious because it was i'm so glad because those are the people you wanted to it was it was kind of fun all right listen we come back we're gonna hollywood speak what the heck does it mean tattooing your girlfriend's eyes on the back of your neck what are you trying to say? Hollywood! Hollywood's speaking! What is the meaning of this? All right, honey. Julia, what does it mean that Brooklyn Beckham tattooed his fiance's, fiance's eyes on the back? That you're young and dumb. That's just dumb. They're literally her eyes... After seven months of dating. And they're already engaged. I mean, they got engaged engaged. like after a month. And it is so disturbing. And it's right under his hairline. Uh, And it really... Maybe they're punking us and it's just... No, Julia, you have got to know that Victoria Beckham... Is going crazy. Going crazy. I would. Right now. I would. And I can just say, oh, babe, that's so cute. That's so cute. Oh, my God, babe, you're killing me. I, if I, I literally, if a man wanted to get my eyes tattooed on his neck, I would say, he's, but these guys are young. They're young, 21. He's 21 uh, and he tattooed eyes. Marco, just, I know that you would do that. Yeah. I'm looking at these right now. He seems like the, he, like he has t- like hand tattoos. He must have a ton of tattoos. Well, he, he might. I mean, what is his dad going to say? I mean, he's all tatted up, but the eye, and it looks so much like the girlfriend's eye, and he's going to be making that into some kind of a necklace later in life. Oh. If you know what I'm sounds, saying? Yeah. It's going to be something else. But right. the eye is very realistic. It's really, re- really, really weird, I think. Um, okay, and by the way, I'm reversing myself on the President Hilton yeah. book. I'm not reading his no book. No way. Yeah, no. Why waste your time? Yeah, thank you. Nobody got time for that. Okay, we have Di- so many good books. Diane Lane, uh, I guess she's doing a little press because her movie with Kevin Costner is coming out on whenever it is, sometime in October okay. on Netflix. Yes. But she's reminiscing, taking us back to the days... When she dated John Bon Jovi, she was his girlfriend. We're going back to 1985. She was 20 and maybe he was 23 or something. His big album had come out the year before. 
She was in The Outsiders, and um, uh, she's long rumored to be the, um, um, you know, you give love a bad name. You know, the red manicured villain in the video? That's supposed to be Diane Lane. Oh, I like that. Yeah, but she said uh, the one time she was on tour with him that his luggage included, and I quote, an ocean of jock straps. Why? <laughs> an ocean. An ocean of jock Because he was wearing shot. such tight jeans and he didn't want underwear lines or what? I don't, I'm missing something. You know, the spandex, I the pants. And, you know, sometimes to have a really good bulge, Julia. You got to prop it up in the old jock strap. That's right. Okay. You know, All an right. ocean of them. That wow. much pleather. and Wow. That, uh, Rocco, have you ever misused a jock strap in such a way? <laughs> I don't think I've ever misused. I mean, this a jock is strap. just <laughs> that's basically it's a light abuse, though. Um, oh my gosh! Okay, was Erica Jane demoted on the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills? She was offered. She removed diamond from her Instagram. You know, they all have the sparkle, yeah. the diamond. She removed it from her Instagram. Profile, Julia. Well, she was in Rihanna's fashion show. I sent you the picture of her last weekend. Yeah, but that doesn't mean No, anything. I don't know. I don't know any of this. But if she removed the diamond, what do you think? Then I, I think she was demoted. Off, she's so boring. I know it. My gosh. We used to love her. I she she. But we can only have cold-hearted bitch so long. I understand. You know? Even, you know, come on. You got to give us something, Erica Jane. Not wearing makeup doesn't count. That's what Erica Jane thinks of is I'm getting real. She doesn't, she takes off all of her makeup and she looks completely different. Okay, that is absolutely <laughs> hysterical because that's what I, passes I for. Feel, is that it? Because, that's what's passing for because you know, I'm so real. The feels. Everyone is so real. Can right. I ask you to Hollywood speak something? Please. Um, LL Cool J, who kind of has hosted the Grammys. Oh, we love him. I love him. For Remember about- when we saw him prepping for the Grammys at Lisa Vanderpump's That's restaurant? Right. That's right. That's mm-hmm. right. We did. Um, he, he is so beautiful in person. Here's oh. what he really is. He said, with all due respect, um, I think Kanye should just, maybe he should just pee in a pair of Yeezys or something <laughs> instead of peeing on a Grammy. I agree. And he said, um, you know... I've been with the Grammys for the past five years, and to see him do that really bothered me. Um, he said, "There, it, peeing on him was just so dumb. Come on, man, what are you effing doing?" Yeah, he was like disgusted. Yeah, well, you know, I'm glad you know he got that off his chest. I'm glad he was asked about it, and I agree with LL Cool J. It's not a good look to be doing stuff like that, just all because you refuse to. Take your medication. Got and, it. And you act, you act like all kinds of fool. Right. Okay. Yeah. Now, do you know this other Bon Jovi thing about John Bon Jovi? You mean John Ocean of Jockstraps? Yes, Bon him. Jovi. Yeah. He was asked about Wishy Wishy Sambora, Richie Sambora. Okay, I've got another story that involves Diane Lane. Then. Oh. Okay. One of the reasons why John Bon Jovi would get mad at this tempestuous relationship with Diane Lane, like I said, she was 20, and I'm not sure if he's two or three years older. Right. She loved to party, and there was no one more fun to party with in Bon Jovi than Richie Sambora. Got it. 
it. So do you Got see it. in all the ways that John Bon Jovi is just stick up the butt and yep. Richie Sambora was having the rock star life mm-hmm. and the fun, Rocco? Do you see it? I can it? see that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Of way back, way back. And so... I mean, because married missed- to your high school sweetheart while you're on top of the world, he's probably going to be And they like, married Goodnight. in 1989, but he was with Diane Lane for like a year in 1985. Okay. And so he was, he did go, go away for, he did experiment away from the high school girlfriend. He did have a breakup. You know what I'm saying? Yes, got it. And Diane got Lane, it. you give love a bad name. I mean, she got a song written about her like in that. an ocean of jocks. I kind of like that. Well, he was asked about <laughs> Richie Sambora. Yeah. And he said, um, you How know. How bitter was he? He just said that. Someone said, do you regret stuff, blah, blah, blah. And he says, I, there are very few things I regret. Something happened, blah. but what if there isn't a day go by that I don't wish that Richie Sambora had his life together and was still in the he band. He did not say it like that. <gasps> he says this, talking about Sambora, Bora, <clears throat> boy, Sambora. There's not a day that go, goes by that I don't wish I had his. He had his life back together and was still in the band. He misses his presence, but yet in a weird way, it's because of his inability to get it together anymore that we went on and wrote "This House Is Not for Sale" the album, which was a good commercial success for them. Uh, Rocco, I don't know. You got any Hollywood thoughts on that? What he's saying there? I they just, were good together. They, they were. were. They were good together. Why is why is John an ocean of Jacques Bon Jovi so, um, like, I mean, he really has resented Richie's zest for fun. Yeah, well, but if he's if Richie has a problem if he had and a doesn't problem, show up for practice, well, yeah, I, I, get it, I get it, I get that. And maybe he did, but it doesn't sound like that's the situation anymore right? with him. He had to pull it together for his daughter because uh, Heather was going that's off the right. rails. That's right. Is exactly right. I don't understand. Okay, Ava Mendez, um, she had this to say to somebody. She posted an old photo of herself running on a beach and blah, blah, blah. And then someone wrote in the comments, you need to tell Ryan to get you out more. Ryan Gosling. Yeah, right. And she said, no, thank you. I'm good. Rather Rather be home with my man than anywhere else in the world. I even caught it. I agree. It's yeah. such a dumb thing. Yeah, but I'm... That's just a dumb story. Well, she does shut that troll down sure. that somebody found that comment buried deep in <laughs> Ava Mendes' <laughs> Instagram. <laughs> this holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you. Get up to $200 off accessories with the purchase of a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. And take your workout to the next level with accessories like non-slip grip dumbbells, a heart rate monitor, cycling shoes, and more. Peloton, motivation that moves you. This limited time offer ends December 25th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.